Welcome to Amazon Ads Raw Daily with your host, Alex. Welcome everyone. This is Amazon Ads Raw Daily and it's Friday. Amazon Ads Raw Daily is your daily podcast and show. Yes, we are a YouTube show as well around Amazon Ads, obviously, but also Amazon in general, marketing and technology. And today, Friday, episode number 63, it's the 21st of July and it is raining in Berlin, but who cares? I'm sitting in my home office anyways, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't feel the sun, uh, therefore, uh, anyways, and I'm not too, um, not too worried about the sun not shining as it's usually getting very hot here in my home office when the sun is shining and it's summer. Today we'll talk about two updates on the API and we talk about, um, a question I have for Amazon and maybe somebody of the listeners can answer me that question. And then we might look into some psychological features, marketing effects as well. The first thing, the first update comes from sponsored brands and also as a sneak peek, the second update also comes from sponsored brand campaigns. And the first thing is just an announcement that now missed opportunities and budget recommendations are available for advertisers globally. This update was available for US advertisers already over the API and it is now completely available for all the other countries as well. Budget recommendations for sponsor brand and obviously sponsor brand video campaigns. This is something uh, maybe useful for you guys to see how much of budget Amazon would be recommending you to put behind your campaigns. Um, for example, if they went out of budget at a certain point during the last period. And this would also come obviously with some estimates of missed impressions, clicks and sales, as you would also see it already inside the advertising console. If you're an advertiser, then this report is available as a, uh, as a beta already for a very, very long time in the US. I'm not sure for how long in all the other countries. But it's now fully available over API, so you can get this into your dashboards and can use it and eventually build some automations on top of that. And that's it. Um, the second thing is on sponsored brand video ads, which now allow for a collection of products. Now, before we go into this API update, one thing, this is not ultra new we talked about this already at the beginning of june so if you want to listen back i think it was 6th of june which i honestly have no clue what kind of episode this could have been but let me quickly check here i think it's uh, yeah somewhere around episode 30 so if you want to dig go through the episodes and see for sponsor brand video product collection ads um I most likely put that into the title. So this seems to be now only an update that this is also now available over API, but maybe this is also the update that this is generally available. 
I'm not sure. Amazon is not doing a fantastic job, I think, in communicating updates and features and releases with their advertisers. Usually, we do see updates, features, and this kind of stuff in the accounts just popping up. Um, and there's, if you follow the right people on LinkedIn, there's always somebody who discovers something first. And then this is eventually used already from the community and from the sellers who are in exchange over these new updates. And after a couple of weeks, we see the official announcements coming from Amazon as well. So this, if we would call it official announcement, took them six weeks actually to write. And for all of you who have not listened in or listen or who are not listening to my podcast for a while now, so talk, let's talk about sponsor brand video product collections a little bit. Sponsor brand videos do have made some changes over the last months. Uh, the main significant change happened end of last year where sponsored brand videos were introduced to top of search placements. This was only available and it's still only available if you create a sponsored brand video campaign targeting, not, no, not targeting, but uh, connected to your store pages. So these campaigns would send people not on the product detail page, but they would send people to the store page of your brand. So it would work from for the customer similar to a product collection ad as well. But the only difference would be the creative, which would be a video. Now, this was an update that sponsor brand videos can now show also on top of search, which was not possible before. And this new update, which was released a couple of weeks ago and is now officially announced here on the API or advanced tool center is on product collections for sponsor brand videos. So how do you imagine this? If you just listen in and I'm also not sharing anything uh, over the screen. So even if you watch me, it's a top of search video ad so it shows the video this looks this widget looks similar to how the sponsor brand video would look like in rest of search and instead of one product you would see in the normal sponsor brand video campaign it shows free up to free product collection items so similar to how you would set up a product collection, you can set up this sponsor brand video product collection. You can add up to three products and these would show next to the uh, video or on the app, on the mobile app, they would be below the video. So you would see the video playing similar to the custom image. So also from the size of the widget and so on. I think it's the same like a custom image, but it's a video. And then you would see the products as well. But if you click on them, you would, if you click on the ad, you would be forwarded to a store page. If you click on an individual product in this product collection, you would be forwarded to the individual product. I think don't take, don't take me 100% on, on, on this last thing here. Um, but yeah, this is a, a interesting improvement. Uh, the update here in the advanced tool center says that this is only available over API if you have the newest version four of the sponsor brands adds APIs if you want to create these. And yeah, I think that's an interesting development. And 
my take on that was six weeks ago and is still the same that this campaign type, if it gets the same um the same share of impressions, so if Amazon is not blocking or reserving impressions for static images, meaning custom images, then I would assume that video top of search video ads, top of search product collection ads from sponsored brand videos will be taking over the majority of impressions until uh, there will be no or very little custom images left. So I assume that sponsor brand video headline search ads will have a much higher click-through rate than the custom images. And you can be super creative with them, which will help drive even more click-through rate and hopefully therefore also more sales in the end. So I would assume that soon you will see lots of playing videos on the top of search instead of images. But obviously, I, I would also think that images will not go away entirely because you can also be very creative with images. And not everyone has the ability to be as creative in the video as well. If you don't have like a tool or whatever, and you, you know, a single seller, then maybe in, to get an image is much easier and might work well for you as well. So um, I don't anticipate that, that in the next two two years or so, everything will be videos, but I would assume the share of videos will rise and eventually will be higher than those of the images. So I think I have my po point made here. And with this, that's all about the updates. Uh, and the question I had, in case you, you didn't got that, why would Amazon announce their updates later than they do integrate them? Is there a certain principle behind it? that They put something first for people to discover and then they announce it later. If you have any uh, theories around that, let me know. Send me an email. Amazon ads raw at gmail.com. And as always, you can also send me some feedback if you have. And uh, because it's Friday, let's talk a little bit more on psychological effects. I think this is a interesting um, an interesting topic. I'm very much into this um at least interested i'm not as a super expert on these fields and things but i'm i think it's very interesting to understand how the human brain works and how you can use that for your advantage or just in general understand yourself better and your own behavior better um you don't have to use it for manipulation or any any um business tactics you can just use this information to understand your own behavior better. Why would I choose this product over this product in the supermarket? Why do I do this and that? So I'm not just talking with you about these things because I want to get you in your business world better, but maybe you as a person to understand yourself and your own behavior as well. Um, reflection is one of the, the biggest skills a person can have in my in my view. And reflecting on your own behavior based on informations and these kind of things can help. So 
Let's talk about anchoring bias today. Um, this can be helpful, for example, if you are in a negotiation, maybe a salary negotiation, maybe another negotiation. Uh, it can also help with pricing, for example, uh, a lot. And anchoring bias means that users rely heavily on the first piece of information they see. And they do anchor their mind onto this first information piece. And every other information piece which comes after this first anchor uh, will be compared to this anchor. And this can be used in a tricky in a tricky way or in a, in a productive way as well. And the official definition here says the in initial information that the user gets affects subs subsequent judgments. Anchoring often works even when the nature of the anchor doesn't have any relation with the decision at hand. It's useful to increase the perceived value. And I would highly encourage you guys to look up what anchoring bias and anchoring in general is. If you have not heard of that before, I assume most of you have. I think I even had this in, in my studies like 15 years ago uh, when I studied business administration. Uh, I think that was the first time when I learned about anchoring. And uh, so two two use cases for anchoring when you go into and it's really just i'm not talking with you an hour about anchoring now and about all the pros cons and concepts just a little concept to understand it let's say you have a salary negotiation and you want um a certain amount of salary let's say you want a hundred thousand dollars salary now if you go into this negotiation and you say hey I want a hundred thousand dollars salary. Then your manager or the person you're talking with will have this first information as an anchor. Now everything else will be kind of compared to this information. And usually what we also know, this also comes from other psychological effects. You're not getting precisely what you want so you would always get or it's it's more likely that you get less than what you want that you meet in the middle so to say um with where you are now and where you want to go so um to kind of overcome these things is to go in and say hey i want um much more but for doing the anchoring here you could say hey um you know, I know we talk about salary today and I don't want $200,000. $200,000 is really not one. I want $100,000. Now, 100000 you know, this is just a simple example. Um, but yeah, maybe you get it. Uh, the 200000 will be a psychological anchor in that conversation for the other person. And then everything else will be kind of compared to this to this point so you could artificially increase uh, set the anchor very high even though you don't really want this uh, maybe you want it but obviously you don't want it but you say it still because you want to set an anchor and that everything else kind of looks lower um this is one thing, and I think the same thing would be possible also to do with a price. So you can set a very high price, which then anchors, and then you set, uh, so my product is usually $99. 
And then people say, wow, that's pretty, pretty expensive. But for you, you're getting it uh, for $25. And then the $25 looks so much cheaper compared to the $100 that you would eventually buy this product, even though if you would have known the product is usually just $25 and it's, uh, and you could even get it for 12, let's say, um, then the anchor on the hundred is also very strong. So there's lots of things going on, which with anchoring, there's also things like moon pricing and other psycho psychological effects on discounting and these kind of things. But yeah. Um, so you can use it if you show your most expensive things first. Maybe the thing you don't even want to sell, but you show it first in the very top of the listing or the product page or service page so that people say, wow, this is super expensive. And then the other options, which are much cheaper, would come afterwards. And then, you know, people would think, oh, these options are much cheaper than the other options. So there is this psychological thing, which you guys can think about and get some curiosity and get a good Friday. And thank you all very much for listening. Have a good weekend and hear you on Monday. Thank you, Marriage, for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Amazon Ads Raw Daily. And remember to stay curious.